So we have to start the thing off right. right Welcome to the show We hope this is something you like And if not, well, that's alright Mic check, one, two, one, two The three of us back together with something new With no further ado Wait, I was just thinking What? Who's really listening? Hello, listeners And welcome to another episode of Who's Really Listening I am one of your hosts for today My name is Matt Chua A.K.A. the beige bastard himself. Wow. Hello. I like that. And of of course, we have DJ Black Rabbit. What's going on? Yes, sir. Live and direct. Nifty 65 degrees and sunny here. Fuck off. Monsoon Ray. (laughs) The snow started melting here, though, so that's what's up. Yeah, facts. Yo, it's your man Will Maddock. Will Gorniak. The one and only... Father of the three. My little hey. kid's right next to me. You know what it is. What, you hey. Is he younger than me? And you're dumb. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. am younger than you. Old That's man. Oh you're my, my, little, my little baby bro. What's Old up, head. my little baby brother? Just and pat you right on top of the head. <laughs> and for the it's first nice time you ever. Guys. You know what it is. And for the first time, we are breaking our guest cherry in wow. with this man oh. who is the Pause. owner of guess. who is the owner of the music is passion studios he is my frenemy this piece of shit who has <laughs> has to hide his fucking terrible ass looking solitary <laughs> confinement yikes environment oh. with the background of his wow. logo because <laughs> it is that trash that is marketing <laughs> exactly welcome welcome yeah. to who's really listening J-Rod. J-Rod. I 100% How up? are you? Yeah, let's get a round of applause. Round Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah first uh, guest uh, on uh, Who's uh, Really Listening. Yeah. Crazy. First. How, how's everything been, right. J-Rod? Good, good. Um, Just, you know, living a life of quarantine, trying to buy a house, trying to move, oh, trying to make things the, happen. The adult, the adult shit. Yeah. Yep. Word. So before we actually jump into... The entire show where we get to grill this man with very 2020-like questions. We want to introduce a big, big announcement that is coming. So, as you guys know, we have dropped every other Monday because we are a bi-weekly podcast. I'd like to tell you here firsthand, well, at least for the live, live listeners... The rest of you motherfuckers who are actually listening will find out the hard way. We will not be dropping every other Monday anymore. We no will be more dropping Mondays. every fucking Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, Wednesday. You know what that means. That means officially <laughs> we are a weekly podcast it's because Wednesday. you all have demanded it. We are bringing back Wet Wednesday. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's wet and wild Wednesday. Wet and wild Wednesday. Hey, it's always wet well, Wednesday. Wednesday. Come on, wet <laughs> Wednesday. Yes, wet wild Wednesday. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We have now officially went on to a weekly podcast. So this episode that's happening right now for you live listeners, you will now be able to listen to it on Wednesday. And for those who have been very, um, let's see, just really consistent with the listening on Mondays. Wait a couple more days and you get to hear us every 
Wednesday in your motherfucking headphones, stereos, portable speakers, or just not at all. Probably just cars. Whatever. It's actually been a lot of people. Well, for us anyway. It's actually been a good amount of people like giving feedback. There was a calling for us to go weeklies. So there you go. sure. Shout out to everyone who did that. I see y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. People like, we need more of this. So that's the only reason why we're doing it. So thank you for telling us what you need from us. And we will always answer that calling. And now, because we're going to go weekly, we're going to have guests. Yeah. You know what that means. What what a dramatic pause. People were like, uh, guests. We're not having guests every week. (laughs) Not every week. We're not doing that. We're, We're not doing that bullshit. That is way I got too David kid. Letterman for next week, though. Oh, bet. All right. No, I canceled well, him. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, all right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is it because of the beard? It's the beard, isn't it? It's the beard. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what's going on. Oh, also, uh, shout outs to the people who actually uh, reached out to me about the um, uh, couple weeks episode where we were talking about the uh, the stop Asian hate thing. People found it very knowledgeable and nobody actually really knew. So... Wait, yes. wait! No now, one now knew informed. that hit you up. Yeah, uh, uh, I had it was, no idea. It, it was it was more or less like a oh, a lot of people this is actually happening. So yeah. wow, I think like, I live in a bubble sometimes awesome. of um, stuff, and I don't people, know how other people take things. That people were actually really their their first introduction to the whole model minority thing. That was their very first time of the entire introduction of a model minority myth. So mm. yeah. I thought that was just a thing because I was. I just think so I knew that without knowing that. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah, didn't. That, that's what the surprising part. I was just like, I thought that was just a thing, and for a lot of people, were like, that's I've never known about that. I was like, well, I, I think something people today too think about it, and they stereotypical stereotypically put that onto Asian people about being the model mi- minority or being super smart or being like all those things, but they don't think of it as a bad thought. They're like, oh, it's a good thing. Somebody, somebody I'm saying that, but it's still, on Instagram, it's still, you know what I mean? Uh, really broke it down as a, <clears throat> yeah, it's still uh, the, the whole thing. It's, it's a fantastic, like not really fantastic true. breakdown. Yep. I love it. I might actually post that. I had it on my story, but I think I actually might put it up so that way people can ref, uh, refer back to it later on. But thank you guys. I'm glad uh, that was very informative for you all. Um, so appreciate it. Uh, I'm still I'm still out here getting putting out that uh, info. So without no further ado, let's get to grilling this motherfucking guy right here. Go ahead, rabbit. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm grilling anybody, but um, get him, get him, get him, get him. I wanted get to get Jared, Jared J. Rod on the show because number one, um, he's been doing the studio thing for a while, and I think that's dope. Because I don't know, I actually don't personally know anyone who is still currently running a studio. Um, I knew a lot of people growing up that were doing things like that and getting money on the side, but currently I don't know anyone who does that to make money. And Jared not only does that, but does it in his community, which is, you know, even crazier and doper to me because, you know, actually growing up there, then coming, not coming back, you didn't go anywhere, but like staying and still helping that community um, move forward as well. So I kind of want to just, I know about it, but I don't really know how it got started or why or how you got into the school system and stuff like that. So I kind of just wanted to know how that started, like what made you do that? In Reading, because I mean, I've been to Reading a couple times, and uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, a lot of people, I mean, more in the city, they just like very excited about like the movement of of Reading as a city, and like they, a lot of people have like high hopes for it and the development in it and, and everything. Um, but aside from all that, um, yeah, I just I could start like obviously like I've been into music for a long time. Like Ray, you actually helped me a lot with that in college, and you know, getting toward moving towards like a professional route, um, which I appreciate. Well, people don't even know how you know us. You know what I mean? Like we should True. maybe talk about like, you know what I mean? Like it started, you're Let's like basically part, you're part of this crew from day one. Pretty much. So of course story. it makes sense. I mean, of course it makes sense that you'd be our first guest on this show. Cause we all have known each other since back in, in school at Kutztown. So it yeah. goes like way back. What was that so, event? Hip hop, hip hop for Haiti. We did hip hop for Haiti. Yeah. I still have my t-shirt. I <laughs> I don't have the t-shirt. I have the poster though, the flyer. Ooh, that flyer that. is dope. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, actually, you started that, right? The hip hop for Haiti. You put that together. He was a founding member for sure. I think I it was like. Don't remember? Do you not me, remember? <laughs> it was like me, Chua. <laughs> uh, what was that? JP. JP. And the other boy. I don't remember. I forget his name. Shout out to Christine Price because she was our advisor for that. One of them. At least. Are you yeah. sure I was involved in this? Oh, for sure. I was bro. not. Involved I got in pictures, this. my guy. I was already out of school. I bet. Yeah, but was uh, I actually like part of the 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 groundwork? Maybe yeah, not, but you were definitely like in it. In it, you were definitely like really in it for sure. Okay, because I don't remember like being. So those are who are confused right now because you're not us. We did an event in college <laughs> that when Haiti, what was it? Was it like a disaster or a hurricane? A hurricane. Or no, yeah, they had yeah, a natural hurricane. disaster. I think it was an earthquake. And we decided to do something. We got all the urban slash hip hop music creators together on campus. And we literally held an event, made t-shirts, uh, sold tickets, and like sent money and aid to Haiti, which was um, amazing. It was amazing that literally yeah. we just had a thought and we actually did it. And we actually, you know, made a change somewhere, which was amazing. And we actually got all the music people together because we were all on our different things all right. the time mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. Chua doesn't remember it but um it was a dope event <laughs> yeah wow there's a, Chua. There's a lot Chua, of you're things. not even into drugs like where are you bro <laughs> uh <laughs> apparently wasn't that impactful because Chua's Chua didn't remember lot. it Haiti Chua they don't care See, <laughs> just I, have kidding, this, Chua. I have this thing with my I'm head just kidding, like, man. you obviously care as I gain new point. knowledge as I gain new knowledge like other shit kind of kind of filters out so it Yo, yeah, it's, I, I totally understand that. Like, so now, like I only hold on. For... I only hold on to like what I truly, truly need, and everything else is just like, yeah, it's just, I feel it. it's just gone. But so. I digress, and Will has a, a great point. I met Jared in Kutztown and college. Just like I met these guys, we were all in KUR. Um, shout out to La Bodega. Uh, Jared had his own radio show as well. While I was out fizzle. Shout out Manny Fizzle. You got to get him on here. For sure. How do you feel that Bodega has now officially been, like, popularized? Yeah. And you have The Bodega in general. You're the Bodega boys who are. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like. I know. You guys were there before. I I knew about them. Bodega's been hot. What are you talking about? The term. The term. Yeah. 
has the been term hot. been hot. Where y'all hey, been? I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm Just saying. Speak I for was me. aware. I'm, we I'm don't aware. have bodegas in the suburbs. So Yo, hang with some it's, some Spanish it's people, a please. Newer word for some of us. <laughs> Golly, bodega. It wasn't that bodega new, but I was catching. The bodega is catching on, guys. We should probably <laughs> get on. That's a hot word right now. It's hey, hot. Piece of shit. What <laughs> I'm saying is that I knew what a fucking bodega guys. was. Bodegas. But I've so never hot. heard so many people with it, like outside of my circle of friends, actually use the term. So it's God. like, oh, okay. <laughs> God, you're digging a hole. This is just getting Anytime worse. I don't, I don't care. That rabbit gets disgusted. I'm just I like, don't... that is hilarious. Rabbit is lucky he doesn't live. Like you remotely oh. close to a drive for me, I would slap the shit out of him. I don't care. I, I don't I've care never how much lived can, close to you ever. I don't care how much you <laughs> no, sit on a fucking you really yard trying to flex with with your fucking girl, looking at the sunset on a picnic. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear that shit. Trying to trying to flex to fit in that shirt. Fuck out of here. If you're listening live, that picture is still alive on Instagram stories. Shout out to the gym. <laughs> DJ Black Rabbit, yo, you know, um, but yeah, much. that that's where we met. <laughs> yeah, and Jared has been either rapping or producing music since I've known him, pretty much. So that's He's been one of the remaining so that, that, ones left. That's yeah. where we know. That's where we know him from, and that's you know where we're moving from right now. So, how did you get started with like the school district? Like, right. Get... So, all right, basically. Um, my brother, Kyle, shout out Kyle, he worked for the school district at the time. He still does. Um, and his principal was had this idea for a while with starting some kind of like, I don't know if it was necessarily he wanted a hip hop club or something for like music, but not like regular school music um, for kids to go. Just like an after school club, something for them to do. Um, and he... I guess approached Kyle and then Kyle was like, oh yeah, I know the perfect dudes to do this. Like my brother can do it. And then my boy, who's actually my brother-in-law now, um, he's like my, my, my partner, like my day one. Like he, I've known him since he was like 12, probably. We're like, <laughs> we're like five years apart, I think. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I know him a long time and uh, we kind of both like started on the same level with like not really knowing a lot, but we knew we wanted to do something. And um, like, I remember we would just stay, like we would be in my basement at the, at the apartment that I was in at the time and just like try to make something that sounded good. And like, I was kind of just starting out producing at that time. And it was just like, he's like, I want, I want this. And I'm like, I mean, I'll try, I'll see what I can do. And yeah. um, we would just, you know, hours, hours and then come up with nothing. And it's just like, He's like, don't worry, bro. Like, we'll get it. You know, we'll learn. We'll 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 be able to do something with all this. And um, him and my wife now kind of basically pushed me into like really taking it serious. And I took online class. Um, That's dope. Spot. That yeah. support is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Um, I I took you know Dubspot helped me learn Ableton Live and just like basics. Of Shout out to Dubspot. Yo, facts. And um. So once I got good enough there, um, that's kind of like at the same time where Kyle got this opportunity at the school for us. And that's basically what we what we do. We, we put up put together like a kind of like a not like a lesson plan, but like a, a basic like how we're going to do this. And um, we presented it to the principal. and He's like, yeah, that, that sounds great. And we 
decided, you know, Kyle, Kyle's office basically was the TV studio at the school. And um, we did it there because, like, the sound was great because it's already, like, fitted for recording. Yeah, that's sick. Um, it's, like, ideal and, spot, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, for heck. sure. And then um, put the word out in school. And we had, like, three kids show up the first day. And then as the year went along, it was just, like, more and more kids would show up. And eventually it was, like, overwhelming, which is great. But it's just, like, it's like I don't got time for everybody <laughs> all <Yeah>. at once. <laughs> so I, I tried to, like, basically get them to, like, work on projects together. And then the kids that wanted to learn to produce, they would, like, sit with me and watch me and help me out. And then the kids that wanted to... A lot of them were already really good at recording, rapping, and all that stuff. But a lot of them were new and wanted help, and John would help him with that stuff. So um, that's how we we did that for the first year, um, and then something happened where we weren't able to get back into it. But those kids still, a lot of them still stayed with me when I opened up the studio after that. And um, yeah, that's, any, that's how it any, started. Any prospects for um, like yes. really talented yes. artists? Yes, there's a uh, young Cobain. Um, he was the first student to show up for, to rap club. That's what we called it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been like with us ever since. And he like does so much on his own too. Like he, uh, his dad got him like all this equipment. He's uh, I think he's only like 16 or 17 still. And um, that's like the time right now in hip hop. Yeah. Like you got to be like a little kid to get involved. Like you got to be like 15, 16 to like. <laughs> Because all those like, all those new heads are all young. Like they're mad young. They are. I don't think are really young. I think a lot of them are young, but I don't think you have to be young. I think just young people are in that stage where they can just dive into something a hundred percent. And maybe if you're over thirty-five, you don't have that. I'm going to jump into this. Uh, you know, a hundred percent. I feel like that's thing, the demographic too, though. But those, yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's the demographic. Those kids know what they they're making. What the demographic wants to hear they're making music for their age exactly yeah and that's yeah. the biggest demographic right now so um he's definitely like like he's he's gonna be a star like <laughs> um we went to like we we did this i dj'd this like uh open mic type like battle musician battle um a couple years ago and he won over like every like kids older than him it was i mean they they had two different age ranges which he was in the younger range but he was way better than even like the older people that were there it, it was amazing um, yeah so he i know he's gonna do some why um why music is passion i know it's kind of like a phrase or whatever but why why did that stick out the most and you it, it became this this brand of yours and this and this follow through to always promote this this phrase which then became your business why why that um when i when i was like really getting into it i, I mean obviously i knew i needed a brand uh some like something for the to name the, like the company whatever would come of it um it, it was a struggle I, <laughs> I didn't know what to call it and i just went with like the most like what was the most meaningful like phrase basically for me and like music is like it's my passion you know what i mean it's like it's it's the like it's the one thing in my life that i knew that i was like sure of and uh it just i those that's the only way i could describe how i felt about what i was doing and that's it's just what stuck word 
How does it feel being, because, um, you know, we, we've all grown up together and we were all involved heavily in, in music and in hip hop or some aspect of that, that culture and industry for a period of time. How does it feel being one of the remaining staples from that clique to now, you know, be, be in it like full time? Like, how, do, how does that feel to almost be like alone on the fucking mountain now? Um, I don't know. I never really thought about it that way. Um, sometimes, I mean, you get you're not alone. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I feel like (laughs) I'm not alone. You're not alone. (laughs) Chewy, you're the only one who left hip hop. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like though, to like, I guess it it feels nostalgic when you think about like where you came from and who you could go to to kind of like get opinions and 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 feedback and and all that stuff and like i mean you know i was talking to you what a year ago two years ago and yeah i was really like you know what's going on what are you doing and it's just like stuff like that is like it it does suck when you like oh i retired (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like you were i mean at the time i know you were you your 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 sound was so crisp and so great and I was just like, oh, shit, like, this is where we where I need to be. And then, like, when I get to a point where I think I can recreate that and it's like to go back to you, like, oh, what does this sound like? How do you feel about this? And I was like, oh, I don't do that no more. <laughs> well, no, I upsetting. didn't. Well, I mean, I did. But he didn't did produce say, our intro. I did say, <laughs> I know. Well, I know. I know the conversation. The, the, the <laughs> and our intro is still kind of fire. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I can't not do it anymore. I'm just saying I've just chosen to not do it. But I remember, I know, I know the conversation that Jr. was talking about because I remember, um, yeah, you had a couple questions, and I told you how I used to like attack projects and things like that, and it was interesting because I got to learn how you would um, kind of produce things, and you know how you actually like certain things that you would look for and how you would produce and and certain styles and just like how I was like how I used to write and like how everything was more like story a story formula there had to be like a a beginning a middle and an end and if it wasn't like for me if it didn't if it didn't tell a story or if it wasn't worth talking about like I I wouldn't I wouldn't touch it at all right yeah and and that that's always been interesting to me because it's like I mean like my name music is passion like I make music for the love of it and like i'm i'm fully satisfied with making something that just sounds good and fun and interesting where like your process is like no it has to like be perfect it has to be a narrative it has to uh make sense all together and it's just like i mean that's cool too but it makes it sound more like work than mm. something you like to do you know what i mean no, and I th- I think that this is where the contrast always came into play because for me, and and especially it's been it's been more prominent lately is timing. Like if I'm going to spend time on something, like it really needs to hold a lot of weight as to why the fuck I'm even doing it. So anytime I ever like had an idea for an album, like it was like, well, what am I what am I saying? Is it is it even really worth putting out? Is it really worth actually saying something that's fucking relative? Like I'm trying to show like growth in each album that I put out and there's new topics to touch on. Or if it's the same subject matter, like have I actually gained a different perspective on it? Has it still the same but just different circumstances? Like there was always like 
a reason for it. Even for those stupid ass club bangers that I put out, you know, there was always there was always something to it. Right. And, yeah. you know, and like I never and I never. Um, yeah, obviously, like cursing, I can't not stay away from. But, <laughs> you know, my my thing was always uh, no product placement either. Like I never, ever, ever, ever wait, shouted wait, product out placement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you worry well, you about shouting out Sprite like in the middle of your Because you, know, you know how artists are where like they'll they'll throw like, you know, money or different you know, like different uh-huh. liquor brands or whatever the case That's is. Target. And, or I cars. walk into the room, ta-da, drinking that. Aha. <laughs> whatever whatever you want to call it. But like there were so many things that people use. Is that an original? Like, yeah, was. I think it was. Off the dome. Yeah. Damn. But like I all never right, wanted that. to save I never that. wanted to do any type of product placement, so I stayed away from all of all of that as well because Wait, I, what's like, a product placement? Wait, 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 wait. But do you think do you think that like it's corny or or you just yes. wanna you're 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 trying to make your words worth something? So if like uh, both. That's cause chew it is a because <laughs> like both um like a lot of artists do it's a stunt, you know what I mean? So they, they name brands. That yeah, are, but are you are really expensive. stunning? If like it's one thing if you actually have it, but if you're just saying it for the sake of for rhyming purposes, you need to shut the fuck up because you really wait, don't wait have it. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> when we say product placement, what are we talking about? Are we talking about? Rabbit, showing I told you off? a couple times already. Like, it, if you are name dropping, though. if you're name dropping anything, like if like yo, I got I got Henny with this cup in the city in the truck, blah blah, whatever you want to call it, it's just like why. Like what the why the fuck like I don't see anything wrong with that. I see a lot of problems. He with has that. Henny in his cup. He may actually have Hennessy inside of his styrofoam receptacle. So all right, I what mean, if what if though they're being sponsored by whatever brand they're talking about? Is that like what if somebody approached you? What if some company approached you was like, Hey, we're gonna assign we're gonna give you this money to like represent our company, would you put that in a song? And maybe <laughs> like Drake was Sprite. He was signed to. to Sprite for I don't know if he still is, yeah. but he did the Sprite commercials and stuff. And it's like, but I would, but see for me, and, and and where my mind would be at right now, like there would be a song specifically maybe for that. Oh, okay. You know, I wouldn't just randomly drop it in a fucking song where maybe I'm t- like, yeah, maybe I'm. It's a, it's a. It's a pop song or a club banger, but I'm not gonna just fucking randomly drop it just for the sake of oh hey here it is like no I don't I'm see actually gonna, wrong with it. I do so I'm gonna drop <laughs> you know a whole thing maybe tailored for that specific thing. All right, but question going back to um like you know uh putting together projects and stuff. Are you against like just singles? No, not at all because no. that's that's the artist you know that's that's no but choice. you you me. Yeah. Um even even certain singles I've dropped like they've had something. Like look, for example, the the thing that you and I uh collaborated on, the Unlucky yeah. You. Like yeah, yeah. that was that was a single and remake of Lucky You from Eminem and like surprise. I know, right? <laughs> no, but I feel like that was because I mean it was it was that was there, it was just coming out at that time, ain't? So it was like it was relevant. But like just putting out just a single just to do, you know what I mean? Just to just to make music, just to make a song. I haven't I haven't figured out maybe a reason to do that yet. Okay. <clears throat> um I think it's interesting to hear your guys' perspective on making music and how it's so not different, but just, you know, coming from different 
angles, I guess. Um, because Very I different. I literally told myself when I started making music when I was listening to like Ninth Wonder and uh, Dilla and Mad Lib and all that kind of stuff. I literally told myself I will literally not ever make music that is molded by any monetary amount. And I was like, I love DJing, I love other aspects, but actually personally making music, I will not ever let money dictate that. So mm-hmm. like, cause like, I remember when I started and I was making beats and people like in Coatesville and East Fallfield, shout out to Chester County, people would just be like, why aren't you like doing like pop beats? Like why aren't, like you obviously can do this pretty well. Like why aren't you making things that are like more with the time? And I was just like, I never want to make anything that has any type of impingement on my like artistic mind when it comes to making music. I was like, right. DJing, I'll do your wedding and I'll play whatever music you want. But like when I'm physically making music, I was like, I never want anything to have to ever, you know, uh, go against you. my artist's integrity. So yeah, I, th- I think we're all in that same boat kind of thing. We might have no. different direct. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please no, explain. I'm, I'm, I'm moving towards like music label territory. Yeah. So we I have like a group of artists who, you know, they we all are trying to do something, trying to make something out of music. Yeah. And I feel like it makes like complete sense to try to target or try to make things that people will like to hear so that we can earn something off of it or if not money, but like a following fans, you know that. what I mean? And I feel like I mean, money comes with that. Is it not? Is it not music that you don't do you like what you're doing though? Because if oh, you yeah, like what course. you're doing, it don't make a difference to me. Like that was I my think, thing. As long as I like what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, but I think also like I I just me personally, I like a huge not a huge range, but like in hip hop, I like a big range of hip hop music. Yeah. And it's like all of it sounds great to me. For the most part. Nah. Just for me. <laughs> for, for, That's for what me I'm saying. Not. Like I, I like a little bit of every of all of it. Like yeah, the mumble yeah, yeah. rap. I'm, there's songs I love. The, oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah. So it's just like, you know, making things that I like to hear. Not like not, I. I feel like it's not in my ability to make something stupid because I won't like it. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we're saying the same thing then, because I feel like there are people that make music that literally will do things that they don't like at all uh, to get a check, and maybe that's, that's just the position. I feel like in. that's like being a DJ. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I may never make money at this thing ever, but I just don't want to ever do anything I don't like. Pretty much. Word, word. Do you? Um... I, I always had this issue like I don't because um, we we've collabed a couple times too. I've collabed with a lot of different people whose styles were very contrasting to mine. But um, since you have like a hands on approach to these different artists who come to you, mm-hmm. do you ever feel um, conflicted with some of the work that they might put out compared oh, yeah. to like what you would do? Because I know for me personally, like I would never touch a project unless like. <laughs> You know, it was almost like a like-minded artist. So if they weren't telling a, a, a narrative or something similar to what I would do, I wouldn't even fucking work with these people at all. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest conflict of being like an engineer, like a studio engineer, because like I'm not gonna turn anybody away. Um, like people ask me all the time, it's like, yo, what if an artist comes in and they're just garbage, and like you don't 
like their music at all or you don't agree with what they're saying um it's just like i mean that's not my job my job is like, as an engineer yeah as an engineer like <laughs> I, my job is hit record <laughs> and then make it sound how they want it to sound yep. do you coach and i leave my feelings out of it i do coach artists yeah if they ask me um and i tell i mean i tell them what i think in the, in that regard if they ask Okay. But I'm never going to force my opinion on uh, artists that I am just like recording. You know what I mean? Now, if they want to work with me and like create something like let they, they have an idea for an album or whatever, and they want me to uh, completely produce it and all that stuff. It's like then I can I know that I can give my feedback because they're working with me for a reason, because they know that they know what the stuff that I make sounds like and they are looking for direction. Yeah. yeah. Props to you, man. I always, I always vetted my artists. <laughs> always, I'm like, why are you doing this? Why do you want to work with me? What are you going for? What is the purpose of this? Now, just... when I was talking about like the the like music label aspect of it, where I'm trying to like, you know, build your brand, build yeah, build a brand and like collab with artists that I feel like go along with it, then yeah, um, I'm never gonna like no nobody has, has come to me yet and said, hey, I want to be on your team. This is what I do. I just uh, most of the people I work with are artists that I've worked with in the studio already, and I really like their sound. Mm. Or, or I can see, uh, if with my guidance, I can see them being better. You know what I mean? How are you doing on the solo path? Like um, your, your own particular projects. Yeah, yeah. So, um, right now I am working on a collaborative album. Um, with the artists that I chose to work with. Um, and due to a sample issue, um, we gonna I, get have, into that. <laughs> I have to push it back. Um, and I'm changing the beat up right now. Um, so, but as soon as that's done, I have two other artists projects that is, are, they're finished. I just have to mix them and stuff. And then, um, after that, I'm not sure what I want to do. I, I was thinking of going in a route of just dropping singles regularly. Um, cause I have a bunch that I was going to put on an album or a project, but, uh, I guess in this, in the same lane as you, like, I don't feel like they really go together. Um, so I'm thinking more of doing them on a single basis. Um, and just kind of experimenting with that, like that method of, mm -hmm. um, seeing how they do on their own and if, it, if it's worth in in the streaming sense if it's worth to put together a whole project or just stay on a single lane now how this do you something i'm trying to figure out how how do you judge that and do and the follow-up is would you do you think it's easier or harder now to to get recognized um so the first question, uh, the way I'm like testing that is uh, just just going off of the numbers. Like I use DistroKid to um, to put out music, um, to distribute everything. I love DistroKid. And what's that? I love DistroKid. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so I'm using that right now. And Spotify seems to be like the best way to like see how your music is doing because mm -hmm. um, they're great on numbers and they're great with like promoting your music through like their playlists um the, 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 all the playlists they have i've only like the first the fly the song fly that i put out that was like 
that was the first song that I put out like as my own onto streaming services. And Word. um thanks to Spotify, it got onto um the playlist, I forget what it's called, like the whatever new music playlist that come that that every every person who subscribes to Spotify, they have a playlist of like of artists that they that are like the ones that they listen to. Right. So they will put that in a playlist for you to listen to whenever a new music comes out. So the new uh, a new artist that you listen to or artists that are like the ones you listen to, they all get put on a playlist every Friday. Um, and it helps artists get exposure. And that, um, that whole thing is so interesting to me. Sorry to cut in, but no, yeah, yeah. Um, because I feel like Spotify, Apple Music, um, whatever the Jay-Z joint is, it's left my Title. mind right now. Title. Um, playlists are now DJs. So it's like, if you're on this playlist, you're kind of getting put on. Instead of like Cosmic Kev playing you on Power 99, now you're Street getting put bang, on. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's not a good or a bad thing. It's just a thing that is. And I think it's interesting for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I... I think that's what people want out of these streaming services. For sure. Yeah, they want to listen sure. to music they want to listen to, but like they want to listen to new stuff. And yep. I just looked it up. Uh, Discover Weekly is oh, the playlist. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. They put artists on. Yeah. So uh, because of that playlist, that their algorithm, whatever they use, um, I ended up, I think Fly is at like 30,000 streams, 35,000 streams right now. Round which of is applause great. for that man. Yeah, that's also, to have that. That's dope. Yeah. To have that information too is so dope, you know. Yeah. Like in the past, how would you ever know that? Right, yeah. right. Unless someone Man, like yeah. bought it, like. Right, and they have so uh, something new that I'm gonna try once I finish this album, um, this collaborative project, is um, they let you submit the the songs to get into like the the curators of Spotify. Mm. to them to listen to so they can decide whether or not they want to put it on their their playlist and like once you get on one of those playlists then like you have your your chances of exposure like greatly increase yo what up spotify hire your boy <laughs> so <laughs> it's a lot that we're I'm on still spotify learning. yeah yeah i listen i no, i listen to y'all yeah, on like, apple podcast but um i listen to but yeah on both sometimes <laughs> it's inflating numbers over there right <laughs> I, I offset the numbers um so yeah you know, it's... apple this week pot. <laughs> um so, so yeah it's just uh that that's that's what i've what i'm trying to see what works and what doesn't work um and working with so many different artists helps me even more to figure out those the, mm. you know the chances the the numbers the the, well these kids you know, know that too they know yeah. that stuff i tell them oh oh what do you mean some of those kids know more than we do oh yeah, you know yeah. i mean like about those numbers and even all that stuff they understand like oh it, it, you can do it this way and like you'll get more followers if you watch the formula of like instagram and stuff like that i don't know yeah, when somebody, I go on, some like, kid said that to me one time. <laughs> yeah, but I when wonder I, how much of that creates cookie cutter artists compared to authentic artists because you're true. following you're following a trend where you're seeing numbers. Oh, it definitely does. You're you're seeing I'm numbers up. that are like, oh, so if you have um, artist X Y Z, this this and this doing 
um, this type of song with these type of lyrics, with this type of mood setting, with this type of beat, then yeah, all I gotta do is replicate something well, similar not to that. New, and though, I can no, just look I'm, at you're not gonna blame Instagram and Spotify on that. Like, no, that shit's not at been all. happening since the beginning. I think yeah, that's every, streaming. I no, Rabbit has a point. Like that's that's always been a thing. Like pe- new artists will always follow that particular right. popular sound. But right. I think um, it because people have like these these analytics right in front of their face and they're mm-hmm. actually seeing like feedback from it i think it, it um show showcases like oh yeah i see the I, like they they have the proof right there whereas like back when we were going on like it was it might have worked it might have worked we or, or it might not have we were just kind of playing the field and guessing a little bit we're here yeah, like yeah. these fuckers all i gotta do is just go on to their main artist page on apple or spotify or wherever the fuck they're actually located on or distro kid that gives you all of the things right there and it's just like okay but a that lot of those people trash. i think the, the other problem is a lot of those people who do that they win like you yeah. make a cookie cutter song and you do all the algorithms and integrations and it works yeah, but if so if it works, it's like. But now, but now, like, are you are you are you actually making music now because that's the music you want to make, or are you now making music just for the fucking fact of, hey, I just I just want to be known, but I'm goal? selling my soul. It, what, what's your goal? Right. It, are, are you a black true. rabbit and you don't want to make money making music, or if you're literally like, yo, this is an opportunity for me to get out of the situation I'm in. I don't care what I need to do. I'd rather not be here. I want to be somewhere else. I don't want to be begging on the street. I'll make crappy music. I don't care. I'll just make music and make money. I mean, is it wrong if that's your goal? You know no. what I mean? No. I feel like, too, the producers, you have, you can go on YouTube right now and just, like, look up whatever, and it'll be, like, this artist-type beat. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. Drake-type beat, Kid Cudi-type beat, all that stuff. And it's just, like, they're making music off of based off of, like, what's already hot you know what i mean right i mean they could win for now that mu- that type of music copying someone else will never make you a legend that will never make yeah. you like a top tier anything but well, i think know, it was john mayer who said yeah. like copy your your idols right and but it, it the end project will be you you know what i mean like no matter what you who you copy you're gonna do it your way that's if you have that mindset if your mindset is just i'm going to copy so i can win or i'm just going to copy because i know that works i don't think you'll get to a john mayer i think if if you're a john mayer you're like yo i want to be that good so i'm going to follow that path and then eventually you're going to do your own thing but i think Mm -hmm. if you're some people literally copy to copy like i'm looking at your test well you gotta have down you gotta have self-awareness of your artistry too like for sure if you don't if you honestly don't know what you're doing with you as an artist, but it it it's it you fall into that 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 problem of just copying whoever you're following and you lose your particular voice. Like, mm. you know, I followed M for the longest. That was the entire staple of where my writing and and storylines all came from. But I was able to kind of transcend that because you never see that motherfucker make pop records. You never see that motherfucker make R&B records or anything mm. else like that. He's made some he, pop records. He, I'm talking about my pop records compared to his pop records. Like I okay. actually like dance. Yeah, 
Like you see what I'm saying? Like I, I've been able to, you know, jump into these different genres of music and it doesn't sound forced and it doesn't sound weird. Like it <laughs> right. sounds like, Oh, that makes sense. I can, I can understand like, you know, it, it, it Chua could make a pop record. Chua can make this, or, or or he can be as you all motherfuckers have coined, like you know, emo. <laughs> or I, mean, I didn't coin that emo emo <laughs> Chua music, whatever whatever you want to call. But like I'm, I took the I, I followed this guy's formula, and I was like, well, how can I actually bend this to where I'm not stagnant on just serious music nonstop? Mm-hmm. And I was able to figure it out so to speak so but i was self-aware to know like i didn't just want to always make serious music at the time so right word so speaking of copying i want to bring this back around you were talking about you had a sampling issue and sampling being the king of copying (laughs) that's what you're literally (laughs) doing um what was that sampling issue you had because we, we all know well at least in this room that the basis of my music is sampling 100,000%. So like, what right. was that issue you had with a uh, sampling? So uh, the artist that I was talking about earlier, Young Cobain, he um, oftentimes he'll send me like a, a song and he'll be like, yo, can you make a beat out of this? And I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then I'll just make some, he'll like it, whatever. So this particular time it was um, Dancing by Aaron Smith, I think. I don't know if you guys heard it. It's like from 2015, it came out. Um, but it's like this like huge like pop dance record um i never heard of it so i was like oh yeah it shouldn't be an issue (laughs) so but i was wrong (laughs) um so i I made the beat and um i didn't i guess i didn't change enough of it because i mean i pitched it down i slowed it down um and then you know filtered it um added a couple like background instruments and stuff like that um and when i went to upload like submitted to distro kid distro kid was cool with it but once it was submitted to the stores um there was an issue with you know it was copyright infringement basically um and they just wouldn't post it and i don't understand because there's so many songs on spotify that i listen to that i know the artist personally it's like there's no way they cleared that sample you it know? just went under the radar i mean that yeah. happens because I, l- I listen to a, a few podcasts where they talk about samples and they'll literally be like we're not going to bring the name of this artist up because we don't want them to get in trouble because they yeah, somehow yeah. snuck it through right so like, <laughs> we're not going to snitch but <laughs> that's crazy that such and such sample got through or you know whatever whatever it's interesting what gets caught and what doesn't for sure yeah so for now sure. i'm just basically stuck with um remaking the beat and i tried it a couple times i sent him i probably sent him like seven different remakes of that song and it's just like he's he's just like nah and i mean a lot of it i'm terrible with like pitch and scale and all that stuff but like he's like, oh it's, it's not in key and i'm like oh <laughs> okay i was like does it sound right or not like, i know for real i'm like it sounds good to me <laughs> like, <I know> t- <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you tell me. You tell me. But like but it's facts. it is crazy. Like facts, he's but facts. I like he just from working with him for so long, he he has like such an incredible like ear for that type of stuff. Like I know he's not trained in it, but like he couldn't tell me the key it was in, but like he has a great ear on and in telling me, you know, this isn't in key, this is wrong, this doesn't sound good. Yeah. Mm. So it's like and then 
it's true. Like, you know, you, your ears get tired if you do it for oh, too long. For sure. And he'll like, I'll listen to it the next day. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I know this is good. And I'll listen to it the next day. I'm like, oh, he's right. <laughs> this is <just> terrible. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I made him probably like seven different versions of it. And he was just like, none of these sound good. And I'm just like, all right. So I basically what I should have done from the beginning was um, I looked up online like what what the chords are. Yeah, and yeah. you can go like every every song somebody has written down the chords and showed you how to play it on guitar or piano or whatever. So like I went to one of those, put it in there, and it was like this is the chord progression. And I was like, okay, so I you know I put it back in. Another thing was that that was messing me up was because I pitched it down, everything changes. So I had yep. to pitch it back up, yep. Yep. put those keys in, and pitch it back that pitch everything back down. And like this morning, I'm like, this is. Uh, this is crazy it sounds exactly like what i was looking for so i mean now that i got that out the way i put you know basically you know wrote in the midi and then just replaced you know just the same midi like copy and paste like seven times put different instruments on it just to make it sound good and that's where i'm at with it now so i gotta send it to him see what he thinks about it and hopefully it'll be up that that, that's dope and i I, facts i I mean maybe (laughs) <laughs> nah, I mean, if it's not the actual song, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, mean, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> but I think we're at a tipping point, though, like with with sampling music and just music being played in the background on a Facebook video, because that's coming from the same like copyright law. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we have to get to a point where we change that, because as someone who makes music and I also fight for people who want to get paid for their music, of course, um, there's got to be a balance. We can't not use music for things. Um, yeah. But like at I, the same time, there's so many yeah. libraries that are royalty free that you can use. Yeah, but we just got to make it easier to, you know what? This is what I want. Make it easier for me to pay an yeah. artist to right. use their music. Right. I'm like, I want to use your thing. Here's money. I'd pay for it. I'm a DJ. I'd pay to however much it would take to play a mix set on Facebook live, I'd do it. It would make complete sense, but yeah. there, there isn't even actually, I've talked to some people. I can't mention any names, but there actually is a way to pay people so you can do those things, but you have to be like an A-list person, but there, there is a way to pay for that. There's also, I noticed this is more for producers, but there's a yeah. website, there's uh I forget what it's called, but they have they they actively go and try to get copyright licensing um, for different songs that mm. they think that producers will use. Mm. And you can you pay like a monthly fee to use a service, but then you have to pay an additional like fifty dollars to actually use that sample. So it's like right. a blanket. I mean, that's copyright. dope. What'd you say? It's, it's like a blank. It's like a blanket copyright. So like, yeah, you know, everything's kind of safe. Right. 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 Um, that's dope. Shout out to track, uh, yeah, track, track lib. That's right, right. Uh, shout out to Splice uh, that does like a similar ser- service as well. Like they just have artists making samples of things that sound dope, and then you can go use it, and it's royalty free because you pay you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like that do make it a whole lot easier, and you know, and people people kind of look down on that kind of stuff because it takes away from like the digging of like you didn't find that. 
You just typed in a search thing for a guitar riff that sounds like this with roads in the background, and now you have a dope beat. You didn't spend yeah. three hours in a dirty uh, record shop. And I'm just like... Or you didn't create it yourself on the right. actual instrument. That's right, the and that's thing. even the, the older you know thought. I mean? that's even the, that uh, sampling is not even viable at all because yeah. like, yeah. you're copying something. But I mean, That's why art, some people don't like hip-hop in general. For you know sure. I mean? like, for because sure. they're like, yo, like, I play guitar. Why, do I, why would I like hip-hop? Like, mm-hmm. Right. You're just like gonna sample this ish and then make it into something else, which is dope. I mean, I love hip hop, but I also see how it's a totally different art form. You know what I mean? Like, you take you're taking from one and then making it into something totally different. Like, right. And my thing, there's no art that isn't based on something else. There's literally no art that's not based on what came before it. Like, there just isn't. Just because you're playing a piano, like if you play the exact same chords or changes as something else, you're sampling. Like yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing to yeah. me in my mind. Like it's the same thing. Like it's a completely different skill set. I'm not like you know banging on anybody who like plays instruments. I've played instruments. I, I understand it, but just like the I'm better than you because X Y Z. The end result is the end result in my mind. It's like uh, hip hop is like a collage. It's like making yeah. a collage. Because you're you're you know putting different things together that sound good together. Word. Is there an artist that you've worked with or collabed with that has pushed you to your writing ability? Writing, like songwriting, like yeah, lyrics. Um, I don't know. I I'm so like strong into producing right now that. Like, I haven't really done like, I mean, there's artists that they all like a lot of them ask me to get on their song stuff. But I don't I don't ever I feel like it's never pressure. There's all right. So one I could think of, which is it's kind of the same. Um, there's there's nerdcore hip hop, which like they love writing music about, you know, comic books, video games, cartoon, all that stuff. And um, they are approached a group approached me to do an x-men song and i they gave me gambit and i was like all right i have to make this sound like something gambit would say and that probably was the most difficult just because i had to do research for it um and you know keep it going along that 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 same theme yo i don't know if it's just the mic but will your shit's all fucked up Indeed. Sound like a robot. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. You was good, and then you was yeah. You got the love <laughs> lockdown effect on. <laughs> love lockdown. I need them drums though. No, not at all. The minute you moved from the room, like it, nah. You're definitely lowered in volume. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, but uh, how about on. now? <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, there he is. Is that better? Yes. It's not where you were, but it's better than what it just was. Okay, cool. How's that? That's, That's there great. you go. Hey, sure. Will's back. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but yeah, My whole can... rig is like, you could tell that I don't produce at all unless it's like analog. <laughs> I don't have, I don't I mean, have the anything microphone anymore. Is, the microphone is very an- analog. 
It's an analog device. Man, this shit is 14 years old or 15 years <laughs> yeah. old. I have no fucking idea. This is the My same. stuff is about that age. Yep. This mic has recorded every fucking album I've ever hey, recorded. That mic is legendary. It really is. It's something. <laughs> it's all. Sorry, was that a sub? Because I'll fuck you up, rabbit. And your little fake ass what? puss on gym. I'm like, it's okay. Like, I mean, I'm not going to give it an award or anything. But uh. I mean, I'll give it an award. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh God. I was thinking that we should start a new segment about ridiculous things that I didn't know or that we didn't know that we should have known. And um, I'm going to start it today because. I didn't know Mariah Carey was black. I'm just going to say that. What? You didn't what? know that? Didn't know. <laughs> what did you think she was? I thought she was white. She thought she was just white. No. I thought she was white. I literally thought she was white. No. I, I wow. didn't know. There's I just no never way. thought about it at all. She's just this not white. She's me. Audio version. Yeah, she's of, you. Did you know? She's you. She's literally you. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know. Because she's half know. black and half white. Right? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I listened yeah. to an interview with Quest, and yeah, she was like, they started just talking about black. She was like, you know, how how have you navigated like being black? I'm like, being black, huh? <laughs> 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 and then she started like talking oh, about she's her exactly dad the same. I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, even my, oh, she's like my wife. That. Would you yeah. look at Amanda and be like, she's not black? Yeah, no. but Mariah Carey's my, white. I'm not yeah. my wife. Your wife, Mariah Carey's white. Yeah, that's wife. true. That's true. <laughs> and she keeps um, her hair straight. You never see yeah, her hair curly. I um like I bet you she's got curls, you know what I mean? Like nice curls. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. I just never dug oh, into Mariah like. non musically because there's always been someone's drama there. And I've always just been like, I love her music, but I just never looked into like her life at all, like in the slightest. Cause every time oh, you do, it's some like BS out. drama going on. And I'm just like, nah, forget all that. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to That's watch. Like, yo, Rashida Jones. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that. You didn't know she was black? She's Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't, didn't know, know that, that for that's a while. Crazy. I didn't know that for a little bit. That am- that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will admit, I didn't. It took me yeah. like a couple years ago, I figured that out. I'm Everyone like, fell in love with her that much more. You're like, Yo, I kind of like real. you. Now I love you. Yeah, nah, facts. That didn't make me yeah. like her. <laughs> you're like, oh, and you're Quincy Jones' daughter? Uh huh. I feel like she's dope on her own. She's dope on her own. <laughs> she does her. She does her thing. She is. She is but it, she absolutely is. Level. Oh, it's a whole. No, it's like royalty at that point. Yo, thanks. You're just like, oh my god, she is a princess. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Mariah Carey, <laughs> I'm um, I'm killing these transitions today. So Chua, how do you feel about? Yeah. <laughs> how How do you feel like your boy uh, Eminem? He's been getting canceled again lately. How do you feel about that? Man, what do you do now? I heard. I heard of it. I don't. I didn't. Uh, pay attention to it. What happened? It's just people are trying to cancel him for you know. His, I mean, we no one has to explain why Eminem might want to be canceled. Um, his lyrics alone. I'm a fan, but you know, dude yeah, goes off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great marketing. So what? He's just getting canceled yeah. for lyrics and shit like that. Or is he getting canceled for how he was with Mariah Carey when they like? No, nah, just lyrics in general. Oh. Nothing to do with uh, Mariah Carey. But I mean, like, that's a terrible transition. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eminem and Mariah are connected, so yeah. I see what he. Perfect I see what he did. I give him a right. for effort. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really have an opinion on it, just because that's uh, that's that's a cancel culture thing, and I don't really pay no mind. 
All right, so I do have an opinion on it. So get him. <laughs> of course you. Yeah. So, so he I'm set, glad we transitioned. He, he this. set this up so he could say something. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about it. He Excuse me while I talk about this. I'll let others talk speak a, first, but you know I so do Eminem have my piece. So Eminem something with his lyrics. He gave himself a fucking layup. What I've noticed from Ray, like he'll bring some stuff up and then wait to hear your opinion so he can tell you you're wrong. Yeah. For sure, for sure. He likes that. I, no, I gotta make sure you're wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 definitely wrong. So I'm just waiting in the background, be like, I agree with Rabbit. It's like, wait, no, I don't. So uh, I'm I'm actually on the fence because as much as I respect Eminem's lyrical ability, okay, here we go. I mean, he says some effed up things. Like we, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and be like. You know, you know, we can just stand behind artistic integrity, and you can say whatever you want. Is it a time frame thing, though? Like, was it? Are you talking about new lyrics or old? It, it lyrics? doesn't make a difference because all okay. of the lyrics from all of his time frames. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, there, there, there's yeah, no. You're, you're right. <laughs> See, but this, we're, we're we're bringing this up again to to look the eyes and ears that we're hearing and seeing things from from two different standpoints like we're looking at, we're looking hearing at everything again from 2021 when we're in the era where we lived it and we already saw like the amount of uh like backlash that he had from uh the slim shady lp the marshall mathers lp like those were fucking there was marches there was riot like 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 why would people actually like have this on the shelves and why would people look at this music or hear it and then you know even in multiple interviews where he was like look i honestly don't have an issue this was just a thing back then and then he had that whole thing with um that performance with ellen john and ellen john cosign like hey man like it's all good like i don't there's there's nothing wrong with this like I, I get i get where people might feel away because i mean granted you know if you if you're within the like uh, group that he was talking about, and you you l- look at those as like derogatory terms, ob- you know what? Absolutely, f- f- you have every fucking right and an opinion to feel feel your type of way because you feel you feel targeted by that. And um, it's it, it, again, it's that very very touchy subject matter of mm-hmm. you know time periods what was allowed back then that's not but he's still now. on it though like, Yo, maybe well, not what? as bad but like he's still talking he's still about like, people, like about kicking yeah. women and putting people in trunks and like he's still on it like he's it, still it may be on it but now it's kind of like it's only a problem because it's music like Movie, you can make movies about all that stuff. You can True. Talk, comedians talk about stuff like that all the time. True, and True. it's only because it's music, because it's in your face. Like it's it's they're, they're coming for comedians though. They're, they're I definitely mean, they coming come, for comedians. Yeah, that's I true, think. But I think with I, the music, I think with M, I think with Eminem and with with his is because he's mirrored and paralleled so much of his real life into music, where now people kind of blur in between as to what may or may not be like real life so he's gonna get at it more rather than say you know lil blue wall who <laughs> will talk about fucking little like, blue wall little, shout out little blue, blue wall. wall shout out to see alice who um, <laughs> little 
blue pill. Who's talking about like stabbing people and shit like that. But then in all actuality, like he's just, you know, working at your local Walmart stocking shelves. And it's just like, oh, I've, I've never done anything like that. Yeah. I mean, Eminem. Yeah, but I'm glad he has a job and he's giving back to his community. (laughs) (laughs) Eminem definitely makes it more relatable because he talks about stuff that, like, I guess, like, white people can see themselves doing almost. (laughs) Like, like if a little black kid talks about killing people, it's not an issue. It's a terroristic act. When white because Eminem, yeah, because Eminem does. (laughs) I mean, it might be because he's white, but I'm saying like it's it seems like something doable. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But yeah, I just feel like the last couple of weeks there's been a lot of things being canceled. Uh, my man, Dr. Seuss, they're <laughs> coming for. We're going to talk about rappers. My man has been putting down bars for a <laughs> long time. That, that, was, that was actually in my um, uh, Listen Up segment. Word. Word. Should we get uh, to it? Shout out to the, the Lorax, my favorite Dr. Seuss book. That's my, that movie's my dope, favorites. too. That movie is dope. The movie is dope. Um, I love the Lorax. I love the theme of it. Uh, Yo, you know what I just learned about the Lorax? Yeah. I was looking it up on Truffle up trees. or something. So mm-hmm. in California, somewhere in California, they banned those books because it was like a while ago because it 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 might um, dissuade people from getting into the logging industry. Wow. I forget what year it was, but it was wow. definitely banned for a time. That sounds like some white stuff some <laughs> white person would do to, to protect their industry. <laughs> it just does. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how California is. Is that like a big industry over there? Or was it? Up north? For sure. The Redwood, yeah. Redwood forests and stuff? Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, my thing at first, I was just like, why would you cancel Dr. Seuss? But like the books that they were talking, there's like six books in question. And like I looked into it and I'm just like, Ooh. Oh, they're bad. <laughs> they were I didn't bad. Look, I didn't. It's, it's bad. So the books. The so the books. They're bad. bad. They're like it's bad. With some old school racist the books, like drawings. Yeah, yeah. the books but are. But so get rid of those. You know what and, I mean? Like I don't. I feel like you don't have to cancel Dr. Seuss. Like right, right, right. His books that we all grew up with were not racist. You know what it I mean? Was, like it was actually opposite of racist. It wasn't even like on the fence. It was like we should love everybody. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Let me jump, so like, let me jump yeah, ahead. cancel that, and that's not good. Like, like obviously, no one's writing off Doctor Seuss. Oh, that was good, good decision. All those like racist <laughs> books that you made. These... But other than that, like maybe let the other things slide. I mean, we're all we already know those. The six books that mm-hmm. were. I'm jumping. Know. I'm jumping ahead really quick, and then we'll go back. Um, the uh, six books that that contained the hurtful depictions are, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Yep. If I ran the zoo, yep. McGillagot's pool. I don't know that. I don't one. know if I pronounced that correctly. On Beyond Zebra, the Scrambled Egg Super, and the Cat's Quizzer. Yeah, those were saw the, some pictures, and that books. ish was nutty. Bad news. <laughs> yeah. Burn those books. Yeah, it was For bad real. Asian depictions. Uh, bad black people so, depictions like it was so bad it was terrible I was like, Woof. but you know if you watch old looney tunes it yep. looked like it reminded me of old looney tunes yep mickey mouse yeah. like all that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. like all yep. that stuff was like mad racist mm-hmm. and wow. that's what like dr seuss era too you know what i mean so right it's not a pass it's just a thing it's well, bad they're trying to cancel greece we should learn about it though they're canceling what greece greece they're for trying what? to never got into it I liked it. My wife yeah. would be upset. Greece is dope. 
Why are they canceling with it? I don't know. I just saw it. I didn't. I didn't deep dive into it. <laughs> Misogynistic towards uh, women, probably. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. But I almost see. There's a sequel to Grease too man, that my wife this, likes. This is a slippery so track because I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is this is like I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna touch on it because that's that's. Please touch it. Thing. I, I want you to touch it. <laughs> Please. <Rabbit. laughs> Please right. touch it. That, oh, stop, <laughs> Mr. Brown, dude. <laughs> This subject. What is? Please touch this subject. What's up, man? This is two. This is two podcasts in a row. What's up? How are you? How you feeling? Are you okay? No, I want to talk about it. this though. For for yeah, real, touch though. that subject. Um, jokes aside, I really do want to talk about this though. So, with touch it. I, I don't. I don't know how to properly word this. Yeah. This is a slippery slope when we're going, when we're looking back on things that were made in that era at that time mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. and i i understand and, and this is this, again this is what i'm trying to phrase this as i'm going along here without fucking it up um i understand people's concerns and their issues with things that were made back then but again this all this all stems from my um my internal conflict with made then looking at it now what the hell is that yeah i hear it too yeah will <laughs> what's up no <laughs> i don't buzzing. know who that is uh oh is it me nope we're good whatever that is we're done stop stop i mute yourself well i just muted you to see if it was you or not yeah, it's, it's me. Yeah. Ah, damn it, Will. I'm going to mute you, bro. <laughs> All right, he's muted for now. We're okay. going to try to figure this <laughs> out. <laughs> Will's on timeout. <laughs> um, try restarting, my guy. I mean, actually, don't restart. Don't restart because yeah, we're recording. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do anything. Um, so, yeah, I. Th- that's it's, it's a really, really weird thing to talk on and I don't really have an opinion on it just yet just because there's so many things that we're looking we're looking back on with these new perspectives and it's just like we need to get rid of this and it's just like ah I don't know and this is where I need to almost educate myself more on to why why this is being done so it's so it's difficult man I feel you because number one hindsight is 2020 when you look back, you can always see how it was better. And when you're in the moment, when everyone around you was doing something, it may not feel or seem wrong. Like we've seen it with um, in Germany, for example, with the Nazis. Mm. A lot of people weren't bad people, but, you know, they just were surrounded by this thing. And they were just like, this is this is my outlook. This is my life. This is what people are saying is right. I guess it's right. I'm going to go with it. And we can look easily look back and be like, it was wrong. For sure. Um, So for me, it's just kind of like we should see something. It's like the airport, you know, if you see something, say something. Mm -hmm. Like you see it in the back and it was bad and it should be said that it was wrong. Maybe not crucify the people that did it, but just like, yo, that was a wrong thing. Because when you get into things like in 2016 or whenever um, Trump became in office, you have slogans like, make America great again. And you're like, 
when was it great? When when are you talking about? And then you mm-hmm. you hear it's like the sixties and fifties, and you're like, great for who? And right. I feel like if you don't have those conversations about what was wrong about those time periods, people think those times were great for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they weren't. So I think as we come and get to better and better places as we go through time, we should call out the bad things that we did, you know, as Americans. Um, they should be called out, you know, maybe not judge crazy harshly, but we should be teaching our kids and other people that it was wrong. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, you're, you're calling out, uh, say certain songs or, or movies or TV shows for, for everything. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great that, that we're doing this. But, you know, if you really want to, you know, stand on this pedestal where you're saying, like, this shit is fucked up, then please take the necessary steps that when you make future projects, don't do that. Like, that that's really all it is. It's like you can't change the things that were made back then because those were people and ideals and, and depictions that this is where they thought were appropriate at the time or all they knew at the time and they didn't have the knowledge or maybe they were just ignorant to where things were made. And you have now, we're 2021, where we have this vast knowledge of the fucking internet at the tip of our fingers. If now, since we're learning all these things, well, maybe now, since you have this knowledge, then please start making projects. Please start making art that you know, you're fully aware, maybe that, that wasn't a smart move. Let's not do that. You know, yeah, I'm with it. I mean, that's really all I have without like digging deep in and be like, Oh, right. there, there's a reason maybe that so-and-so's movie has to leave the shelves or again, I don't, I don't know. This is something I'd have to learn myself on the subject matter. For sure. But let's, uh, let's hit that. Listen up. Oh no, we're not yet because Oh, I'm sorry. My fault. Yeah, we'll we're see if Will can get his no. stuff together. We'll see. Look Will like ready. I'm you gotta him. unmute yourself first, bro. Unmute him. No, he's gotta do it. Oh, you gotta do it. Yeah, hit the button. Yeah. There he goes. Hey. Oh, hey. Is that better? Yes. All right. Yes, that's way uh, better. Hi. I was bugging. I was so, like, I'm done. So we, didn't, <laughs> so we didn't touch any of this on pre-production because I actually wanted it to be a big surprise for everybody and catch everyone oh, off guard. So I had, I had this idea on a uh, podcast prior where it was just going to be me, but it never, it never came to fruition. Now I have it. I'm going to retitle it. It's called Heard That. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna make it for who's really listening. J Rod, heard it. Okay, <laughs> I have yeah. thirty questions in oh, front shit. of me. Jeez. I want you to pick <laughs> from a, from from number one to thirty. Uh-huh. Ten random numbers, please. Ten? ten. Ten. Ten random numbers. Correct. All right. Let's start with one. Okay. Eleven. Okay. Seven. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Ten. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. 
Mm-hmm. Five. Are we at ten yet? Somebody oh. better keep counting. Uh, was that, was that, is he at ten? I haven't. I've just been checking off. Oh, <laughs> numbers. All right, <laughs> game, bro. Uh, I don't even know what's happening. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> so yes, let's have J Rod just yo and right now pick uh pick a hundred numbers out of a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I should just say one through ten. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's what you should have said. One through ten. J Rod. Yes. <laughs> What should everyone experience in their lifetime? Uh, listening to music. Okay. Heard that. Um, what your most prized possession you own? Um, I mean, probably my laptop because it helps me make all the things I like to make and do. Okay. Uh, app on your phone you're always on. Uh, probably Instagram. What is the one thing that you think money can't buy? Um, a good quality sound. Mm. You got to know what you're doing. Name three positive things about yourself. Damn. Um, I'm good looking. <laughs> um, Big facts. I like the, li- I like the <laughs> lies. I appreciate the lies. I got lies. on for this. You didn't mess it around. Um, <laughs> I feel like I... I don't know. I think I'm funny, but my girl doesn't. <laughs> I think that's, that's universal. You know yeah, I think that's universal. Probably you're funny. Either, so yeah, okay. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm very like uh, loyal. I feel like that's one of my strengths. Sweet. Um, what would your last? What would you like your last words to be? Um, tell Chua he's garbage. <laughs> Spray some crack on him. I like it. I like it. Um, fill in the fill in the blank. And this is a joke. I was arrested because I uh, stole something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Classic. There. One place you haven't been but would like to go. Yo, I don't care to go anywhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, I'm one of those people who, like, traveling not a big deal. I'm, like, very happy at home. That's, like, <laughs> one thing. But if I had to choose a place um, shit, that I haven't been, I really, even though I hate groups of people i really want to go to mardi gras to like see what that's like mm. okay i like that would be dope that's straight up groups of people though i know but like just like the culture <laughs> and like the music yeah, be cool. and like all of that like the like the, the activity like i don't know it's just it sounds great man does like i games. would i would risk <laughs> i would yeah i would risk like being in a crowd and all that stuff for that okay 
What what is one thing you are truly bad at? Probably listening. I'm I'm surprised I stayed on topic all this whole time because (laughs) I just get so lost, yo. And I like talk over people and it's it gets bad. And finally, heard that. Name your biggest pet peeve. I feel like I have so many, but when no, I'm asked, I don't even know. <laughs> um, uh, I, don't, I feel like being late, people being late for stuff that like I <clears> set that's up a or big I was one like for me. Asked for. Yeah, I was mm. asked to be at, and like you don't show up. That's like one of my biggest questions. Heard that. And that is. Like, it? I'm mad. I'm mad that Ray was like, yo, 10 o'clock. <laughs> and he really gave then me the I, color. I blame we them. You know what? I blame <laughs> them all at of these 10.02. Fuckers. For, for the record. <laughs> no, I he lives in LA now. Ray don't know nothing about me. I blamed all these motherfuckers because of you. It's like, we have to have J-Rod here and everything's fucked up. Yes. Yeah, he was Because you ain't shit. I was here. I was texting. I was like, yo, are we ready? And then Will's like, nah. And then Rabbit's and like, it's just been on and off the whole time. And then like, yeah, and then and then Will sounds fucked up. So that's that's all you. And then fucking Ray's like, yeah. yo, I just I just got done taking a photo in front of the gym, so I'll I'll be right back. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm on my way back from the gym right now. I'm like, fuck out of here. Up. Yeah, you ain't doing shit. But anyway, next door. So. Anyway, heard heard that that was the inaugural one. So congrats, J-Rod. You, you passed. Word. And I'm Word. glad everybody heard that. So we are now on to the section of Listen Up. Listen Yo, up. By the way, I, every time I hear this segment, I want to make y'all like a, salt, like a beat or like a, a transition sound for this. Because I feel like it needs I say, I say we'll I try it out. I have to redo the uh, the theme song anyway for what? for. Well, because I got I say Monday, I got to put Wednesday now. Uh, so I'll probably, true. while I'm in there, I got to do it. And now. I am bringing the soundboard next week. Yeah, as well. I thought the soundboard was going to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were lied. doing too many new things. I didn't want to, nah, like, interview next another week. new thing. I'm going to buy a J Rod on the fucking show. Everything's fucked up, man. J Rod caused so much <laughs> bullshit. That's, my fault. That's why I hate So this next week, we will have the, uh, the sound effects. And maybe we'll have a new sound effect. Yeah, I so. hate this man. All right, here we go. Listen, <laughs> listen up. This is a sad one. Daft Punk. Oof. Daft mm. Punk is no more. I don't think it's sad. It, it, they they had their time. Yeah, I think they had a, a beautiful run and Random Access Memories Good like run, tied Daft it Punk. together, like tied it together in the highest point they could <clears throat> possibly do. So I'm I'm happy. Now it's time for someone else to step up and make that style of music like at that level. Okay. Um, Which I don't know if anyone will, but yeah. let, let's see. Japan appointed a minister of loneliness to tackle oh on boy. the country's rising suicide rate. He plans oh, yeah. to hold an emergency forum in late February, which has already you know passed, to hear concerns from people dealing with loneliness and isolation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The first person to actually be appointed as That's a sad. minister That's of really loneliness sad. was actually mm-hmm. in Britain. So, yeah. Um, to keep it in Asia, Toyota started construction on a 175 Lighten acre. Lighten up, listen up. To, <laughs> Toyota started construction on a 175 acre smart city based on 
in Mount Fuji in Japan. It will be called the Woven City and will be home to 2,000 employees and their families, retired couples, scientists, and realtors. Shout out to Toyota. Retailers. retailers. I rep Toyota. I know Chua reps Toyota. Absolutely. I have one. So, so, yeah. I rep Toyota, but I also rep Honda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty up there. I have Hondas. So they're going to have, like, smart homes, smart cars, (laughs) and AIs just all over the place. It's going to be interesting. Word. Um, That's dope. We need that. Here's a here's a twofer actually. So on October 2020, a uh, man named Pablo Rodriguez Frel Frel or Freli, I don't I'm I'm butchering that. My apologies, Pablo. Uh spent $67,000 on a 10-second te- video artwork that he could have watched for free online. <coughs> he sold it a couple weeks ago for 6.6 million dollars. Yeah, shout out to Beeple and all the other like 3D artists that have been like in this movement of like sharing like 3D art and all this kind of stuff. It's really interesting. It's almost like cryptocurrency kind of because it's like not physical. I'm glad you said that because Kings of Leon will have released their new album in a form of an NFT, which is a non fungible token and is the first band to ever do so an nft is a type of cryptocurrency that holds assets like art tickets and music kings of leon what mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why is that your issue kings of leon oh, yeah he says all this new stuff and i'm They're stuck cutting on kings of like leon a... yeah <laughs> yeah what, what? So, Why is that your issue? Okay? I still don't understand it. I still don't understand what what I just heard. In a way, nobody nobody understands mini-disc? crypto. Are they re-releasing mini discs? No. So what, what it's what it is is it's cryptocurrency it's for art. So yeah. it's something that artists yeah. can like gain off of financially, um, instead of music just being shared like uh, like everything else on the internet. Yeah, they can get. They can profit off of it once it like changes hands. Every yeah, time it and it goes hands. directly to artists. But I can then buy it and still get the album, and then I still own a piece of this cryptocurrency at the same time. I there. This is brand I new. Understand it? It, I it, it literally saying. just popped yeah. up. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I don't understand. Like they're releasing it. an album on a cryptocurrency. Is that what you just read, or am I losing my mind? I didn't read too much in. Yeah, it's it's a it's a form. So NFT is a the cryptocurrency formula of art. So like music can be stored into this, um, whatever, whatever the case is. But now it holds this real different monetary value that will be able to grow as say more of it. Kind of, kind of like how Bitcoin I wonder how, and stuff like that. Do you have to like download Coinbase to even do it? Then, like, it seems again. This is uh, this is all this bit. is all fantastic questions that I'd have to deep farther. <laughs> yeah, down yeah, into yeah. Because... No, I hear you, man. I'm sorry for I was deep diving into. Because <laughs> shout out to Facebook. Shout out to Facebook where all the cryptocurrency experts uh, reside. Everyone's an expert now. So oh, please let us know. Fuck off. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's. See I still don't live that life. I'm chilling. I think Me I have twenty five dollars in crypto because I, I cut somebody's hair yes, and they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna pay you in crypto." I was like, "Okay." No, I'm good on that for now. Uh, let's see. I'm just hoping how much you got a lot. Elon Musk says is correct. Uh, well, Are you chilling? Uh, but, yeah, all right. 
<laughs> it's it might not be a bad bet. Like people, I'll, you're not alone out there, J. Rod. Nah. A lot of people are are on that tip. Like are all like, Yo, yeah, they're all they're all in does. clubhouse, and I need them to shut the fuck up. Um, Virginia, <laughs> Virginia is clubhouse set, is still whack in my opinion. Uh, I have I have my own opinion on that. Virginia <laughs> is set to become the first Southern state to abolish the death penalty. Um, Virginia was Virginia, Good. yeah. Uh, fan, Shout out. Um, fans have turned Colin <laughs> Trevorrow's leaked Star Wars 9 script into a comic book, which I bet you that is fantastic. Um, scientists are creating smart tattoos that use the technology in TVs and phone screens to make tattoos glow, among other Dope. things. Nah. There you go, Ray. Nah. Nah. I don't want no damn You're like, tattoo. yo, I get all tatted out. You're like, I'm too dark. And I'm like, now they got yeah, this light Yeah, facts. Up. Facts. Now you got I'll... that light up. Now, yeah. Nah, nah. You could be like on the dark. Screen. Nah. While you're DJing, think about it. You'd be I'm thinking dope. about it. Woo. Nah. <laughs> Sell <laughs> out. <laughs> Ain't putting no microchips in me. It'd be like that fucking uh, Black Panther like tattoo it. where they have it on their lips and that shit just mm. fucking glows. Mm. What if you just got bo- on both forearms and it would just became a TV? So you just have a T, like it would just show an image. Nah, I'm like good. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> you just good. like be like, yo, I want to watch Home Alone. You're like, I got you. Nah, give me those VR like <laughs> glasses like this, <laughs> but VR. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> New Jersey governor signs law to legalize marijuana use and decriminalize possession. So props to New Jersey. Dope. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to the state that I work in. Dope. Obama, Obama, President Obama and Bruce Springsteen are doing a podcast together. I wonder how that'll sound. What? It's good. I listened to the first wow. episode. Oh. Are they interviewing people? Like, what is it? No, they're interviewing each other. They're just like, they're friends and they just like talk wait, about wait. life. Oh, They're so that, that's the whole podcast? Just, that's yeah. dope. They they got yeah, stories for days. Yeah, it's really well-produced, too. <laughs> it's obviously, like, extremely well-produced. Yeah. Because, no, like... It's Obama you know, it's, and Bruce Springsteen. Exactly. It's the boss and the boss. The boss with the boss. The first episode was fairly inspiring, I will say. It wasn't, like, oh, nice. over the top, but, like, I'm from New Jersey. Bruce Springsteen's from New mm-hmm. Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was recorded in New Jersey. Mm. Mad props. Whatever. And finally, the CDC has zombie preparedness on their website. (laughs) They should. Get out of here. They should. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I I think something could happen where it'd be a zombie-like they put out that that vaccine, and all of a sudden, they got... (laughs) No, don't say that. website. J-Rod, don't come on the show spewing that kind oh, of Oh, here we go. <laughs> like, do I'm not, not come it. on I'm here. Just, is it a coincidence? Maybe? Yeah, Yo, you get it. You go get that vaccine. And that is Listen Up. I'm <laughs> going to get I'm it. i off right now. <laughs> listen I will come at everyone up. about that. Well, everyone, that will conclude our first of many weekly episodes and our first guest episode. So big round of applause to J-Rod for coming on to the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, it was a great time. Not for me, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but in all honesty, uh, you have this platform really quick. Is there anything that you want to tell our listeners before we conclude and do our usual spiel to end everything? Yeah, um, 
follow me on Instagram, MIPJRod, and Twitter, MIPJRod. Um, this this project is coming. It's the first of many. Um, I can't wait till everybody can hear what we've been working on. Um, I want to say, I'm looking for my calendar right now, but not the 26th of March. This project will be out and ready to listen to. So everybody, whatever you got, whatever streaming program, uh, site, whatever you subscribe to, check it out. It will be on there. It's called uh, MIP Family, uh, Our Year, Volume 1. So first of many. Mm. Nice. And there you have it, everybody. So make sure on March 26th you go get that project. Yo, and me and you are going to be working on stuff too. No, we're not. <laughs> into existence. No, we're not. As they say. I like that. You know, putting it out in the universe. I'm not, yes. I'm not doing nothing. It's the secret. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> the secret. It's the secret. Um, it's a secret. We're bringing, we're bringing NDC back. We ain't bringing nothing. He we said it at the beginning of the episode. We're not. I, I was really too. surprised. Uh-huh. My Zoom screen says MDC. It is. MDC is dead. We can ne- not. We can't not let this. Zoom. We can't let not this man uh, out in 2021. Come out of his. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um. Anyway. Y'all are fuck y'all are fucking up this ending. You know what? Y'all are fucking up this <laughs> ending. And it's all and it's all Jay Ross' fault. It's all no no no. I'm, not, I'm not, hey, I start motherfucker. Oh. But um It's because we're over our white people quota. And it, <laughs> it's all my fault. Why? I'm the only one here. <laughs> one is too much, you're right. <laughs> I'm we sorry. Got, we got two now instead of the usual one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Nothing but facts being spoken here. <laughs> uh, but well, I don't think people know everything about what we're saying, and that's okay. That's all good. <laughs> My God. All right. So, anyways, yo, should I apologize? I have to make an apology Ooh. that will what? incriminate me forever. Yikes. But back in the day when I met J Rod, we were all doing like a big show when we used oh, to both terrible. Yeah, this is bad. Should I say it? No, I don't even know, know what it is. I, I don't actually. Don't I don't know. even know what it just sounds bad. What just happened? <laughs> this is a. Uh, it's an apology that I must. I must do. Um, joking around, we we're all in a big studio together, we're all having a blast, and I was kidding around and I was poking fun at J Rod, and he doesn't even know about it now, but I'm thinking about it, just because I have a son of you know he's black and white, and I was he's like, J Rod is straight up Hispanic. <laughs> I, was like, I was like he's black and white and 100 hispanic so like that's that's messed up and i'm sorry that i ever said that that's I been get, the I ongoing joke that's been the that's joke. what happened give yeah, I, I feel like most people of mixed race get hispanic like right away oh yeah i thought you was yeah. puerto rican me too <laughs> so like, my white. bad my bad for that filipino I didn't know what you was. I knew it was something. Because now I, I know. Now I know that I have my own son who's the you know of multi race. I'm like, yo, you're gonna take gonna be you're gonna take Hispanic that baby out, out and then be like, where did he get this kid from? Yo, they already have. <laughs> they already have. It's already happened. They're like, is that your son? Should we call somebody? Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. I'm writing this, John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best accessory. <laughs> I'm just pushing around my oh, brown baby. Oh man, this is cancelable material. <laughs> yeah, right I know. That's why. That's why I did, I did say, like, I'm sorry for even bringing this up. Nah, it's, it's all good. My my father in law thought I was Puerto Rican for the longest. I've known this man 
for a long time, <laughs> like like ten, more than ten years, and he just found out like when we were engaged that I was not put again. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. Was, he, was he like disappointed? Oh, like no, nah, no, nah. he was just like, like oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I get it all, all right. the time. All right, cool. I'm glad we can laugh about stuff. Oh, yeah. You know. So anyway, all right. We are now officially, as we said at the top of the hour, yes, almost top of the two hours, we are officially a weekly podcast. We have now moved from Mondays to Wednesdays, oh, officially. Wednesdays. So every Wednesdays. Wednesday, you can hear <laughs> Wild us. Wednesday. Please follow us at Who's Really Listening at Instagram and Facebook. You want to follow us individually, of course. It is at Chew America at Facebook and Instagram and various other things that I don't fucking touch anyways unless I really need to. So, yeah, Black Rabbit, give it to him. You can find me at www.djblackrabbit.com. All the stuff is there. Music, mixes, anything you're looking for, DJ Black Rabbit related. Hit him, Will. Yo, uh, Will Gore 85 <coughs> on... Uh, Rocket League. <laughs> and uh, Instagram is just Will Gore. That's W-I-L-L-G-O-U-R. Dope. And that's Instagram. And that's that's it. That's where I that's where I am. Um, only online presence is there. And who's really listening on all of your streaming services. Perfect. Well, listeners, thank you again for joining us. We always try to figure out who's really listening. I think it's you now. Until the next time, peace out.